Hello everybody, welcome to Amen, where we have the power of God and anime on our sides. My name is Greg, I'm joined by Nick, and we have a special guest today for our very special episode, because we are actually going all the way back, all the way back to our first actual episode, uh, the one that we did with Dan back in the day when we all still had Dan in our lives. Dan, we miss you, we hope to see you again sometime. We are t- <laughs> we're going to talk about CCM again. And for those of you guys that uh, have not watched that one yet, it's on contemporary Christian music. And the special guest that we have today is somebody who we believe is very, very well-versed within the genre of CCM. He is so well-versed, in fact, that he's the type of person, when singing How He Loves, to sing Sloppy Wet Kiss instead of unforeseen kiss like an absolute heathen that's the right way though no <laughs> i mean <laughs> yes but no um yeah our our guest today is the worship leader at our church his name is henry and he is a very cool dude welcome henry uh thank you so much <laughs> i couldn't <laughs> stop laughing the entire time when you were talking <laughs> That was a good intro, right? Uh, it was yeah. pretty great. Yeah, we missed you, Dan. You <laughs> 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 really do. Uh, but yeah. I agree. It's sloppy wet. It's sloppy wet. It, it dude, it's just weird. I don't. I don't want to be singing sloppy wet with a bunch of other people next to me. Thanks, Greg. It's great to be here. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, so I think that. Uh, where we're going to actually go first is let's talk about songs that we do for worship because you're obviously a worship leader and I know that you probably have your own thoughts on uh, the songs that you choose to do during worship because I don't know every time I hear you play your sets I feel like you definitely put a lot of thought into which songs you choose to put in and like where you choose to put them in depending on like the like themes and the topics of the songs and all that kind of stuff and a big problem that i do hear a lot of people talking about um with modern worship music is the idea of who is the center of you know the song because we would obviously i think want god to be at the center of a lot of these songs right because like i don't know it's called worship for a reason but i feel like a lot of songs also end up being very like people centric like it's all a lot about like oh what god is doing for us and all that kind of stuff so i don't know for you are there any types of songs that you find kind of get this balance wrong some songs that you think do it right and where do you find the balance of what songs to choose when you're making a set well, that is that's actually a lot of questions that can cover that I can say a lot about. Um, in terms of specific songs, I have to think about that a little bit more. But in terms of how I put sets together, um, I think it's it's mainly understanding what is the purpose of us congregating at that very moment for a worship set. And so typically for a Sunday, um, 
my I feel that my role as a as a praise leader is to use this facet, this this section in the worship service to bring people into a place of of worship, um, of being able to receive God's word. And so yes, there there people can go back and forth of whether or not it should be more God-centric, more us understanding where we are at and all that, but like or in terms of worship songs in general but i think it 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 matters in terms of placement um and for example in terms of services when when people are coming in to to church a lot of times some leaders may choose these really deep songs that are saying like you know god we need you so much like we are so lost without you and those those are great songs to have and great messages to 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 um emphasize but when people are coming in they may not be ready you know some of them may be running late and they feel flustered some of them may have had kids and had a crazy morning some of them are students who barely woke up on on time to even make it and when we have that they're just like yeah i'm not i'm not there yet and so when we have songs that kind of encourage and listen and we say like hey let's focus on who god is because ultimately that's what's going to bring us to this to this a place of worshiping him then we we have that and in terms of response songs we could go in multiple directions of this is what we just received this is who god is and individually they can choose how they want to respond to it but we can also have songs where we focus more on ourselves and reflecting saying you know god i need you um this is this is where i'm at right now like because i'm like lord i need you um but yeah in terms of placement of songs and whether or not a song should or should not be more god-centric or people-centric um i think there needs to be a good balance in it and of course even the people-centric songs there they need to it needs to fit oh actually i'm just thinking of one song um there's this one song by united pursuit united pursuit is they're great in terms of putting these very beautifully um put together words and and it's it's basically poetry but when i feel like with a lot of these songs if you put them out of context it sounds so weird um Mm. the song that i that comes to mind a lot is um um so take me back back to the beginning oh i know what song you're talking about like i was running through the fields something like that yeah let it happen yes i remember it's called let it happen i have the lyrics up right now but i remember Mm. when i first heard this song the person his introduction to this song was that it's a new song and to just let it to let it meditate and so i tried but i was so confused and how because they're saying like so take me back back to the beginning when i was young running through the fields with you and the entire time i was just like wait how far back am i going what <laughs> fields is this i've never gone and to a the, field ex- yeah exactly <laughs> and like make us like children you're taking us back um let's uh you're full of life now you're full of passion that's how he made you just let it happen and then repeat that for me, at that very moment, I was really confused on which perspective this was. Like, 
you're full of life. Like, oh, I'm full of life. But it took me a while to realize it was like, oh, I'm saying I'm full of life now. I'm full of passion. That's how he made me. But then I kept trying to think, what does this have to do with with me and God? Like, I still couldn't make that connection. And and so I think with a lot of the people-centric songs, it a lot of the responsibility comes on the worship leader and how they set it up. Um, just because if they don't, it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. And you lose you lose a lot of stuff. And e- even songs like Set a Fire, where people love that, um, love those songs. But I remember someone brought it to me and saying, like, of saying theologically theologically saying that I want more of God is incorrect because God gave us everything. <laughs> and I and I, I never mm-hmm. thought of it in that perspective. It's true. It is true. Yeah, that person wasn't wrong. And so I think as a worship leader, we can take responsibility of that and say like, oh yeah, that person's right. Um, how do I preface this? What songs are before this? Um, when we really say like, God has given us everything and saying like, and as a worship leader, a lot of times we can invite them say like, hey, let's quiet down. Like, let's think what are things that are distracting us from God um, that we can simmer down and then we go into the song and these lyrics make more sense mm. now. So, yeah, I guess those are my th- I don't know if I answered all of your questions that you had, but those are my, my initial thoughts. Wise words, wise words. Dude, great, great <laughs> stuff. What a worship leader. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. This is why we keep this man around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that that answers it pretty well. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? Um... I think yeah i think he i think henry has basically thought this through and i think everything he said was very much i don't know i thought it was great um i don't know I was, I was thinking of songs from united pursuit as well i was like yeah a lot of their songs like it's kind of weird but i like it <laughs> <laughs> like there's like they don't talk about like like not a lot of times they talk about god or like i'm looking at a song right now called through and through and it says, like, I find that I'm safe and warm in your arms. Uh, you see me, you know me, you love me, through and through. But that's all That's all the lyrics. That's all <laughs> That's all it says. So it's like, if you take that out of context of church, like, sounds a little weird. Um, but, yeah, I think everything that Henry says is right. I think that usually when I think about, like, leading a set or thinking of, like, how would I run a set it would probably be like having like a hype song in the beginning i mean and then simmer down to like a more like gospel focused like song where it's talking about like talking about christ and talking about how he has like lived and died and everything um and then like the redemption and what we should do and then i think response song is the same thing is like talk is like reflecting upon like what we talked about in the church or something um but yeah, I can't really say much. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I, I was just gonna say that when I lead worship, I I don't think this deeply. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do I, then? Do you just put things together? <laughs> I mean, like I, I like look at what the set is going or what the message is going to be on, and then I pick songs that kind of have to do with that, and I'm like, oh great, slap on a Holy Spirit song. <laughs> we're good to go <laughs> you're right you're right 
I, I mean, I, th I think you should always do like uh, a sandwich model, you know, like the content is in the middle and then like the out, like the beginning and outside are just like, you know, stabilize it. So, yeah, uh, as you were saying, Henry, you can go. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it, it makes sense um, like for us to kind of originally have that approach. But I think one for me, I had a lot of feedback from many people. So people have said a lot, a variety of things to me. And, and two, I think the more I've done this, um, I've been realizing when I lead worship, it's not about me. Um, and a lot of times when we say that, we're like, yeah, of course, it's about God. But at the same time, it's also about the people we're leading in worship. It's how do we allow them to step into God's presence? And mm -hmm. we, we sometimes forget that as as leaders and we we choose songs that we're saying like oh this is so good like it, it hits me so much and so we put into the set and i think a lot of times um it can match but sometimes it doesn't for example a lot of these united pursuits songs um if i currently do it with our congregation and our congregation is i want to say 80 percent youth kids <laughs> if i yeah if i if i use these songs and I put in there, they're going to be really confused because their some of their faith right now is really young and they don't know a lot of this stuff. So you, you, we sing these songs of Take Me Back. They're going to be like, I've been alive for like 15 years. I don't even know how further back I can go. <laughs> Take me back to the place of a year ago. <laughs> yeah, and th they, they don't know. And um, it's it can be really confusing for them. And e even other moments of, like, I've had to learn that even if I do not like a song, if it encourages the congregation, I have to set my own preferences aside. Mm. And I had to swallow the pill with songs such as Oceans. Good, good <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Oceans. Yeah, Oceans. but it's, you know, we... We a lot of us we're we're sick of the songs because of how overplayed they are. But there we have to give credit to a lot of them. There is some power to it, and mm. so a lot of times I had to learn to be like, yeah, it's not about me. Um, it's not about my personal worship. And I think I got to that mindset because when I was a lot younger, someone was asking was asking me saying like, why do you want to be on praise team? And I like I remember saying just oh because I want to worship. And that person said, you can worship off stage. Why do you want to be up here? Mm. And mm. it got me, it really got me thinking because yeah, like if this one song leads me to, to worship, I can play that on my own. I don't need a team. I don't need an audience besides God to worship with that song. So as a leader right now, how can the set that I put together uh encourage others and give people that space and if it's if it's with a song that i'm not the biggest fan of then you know what i'll, I'll do it because that's my my role right now god called me to lead people not play only good songs that i think are good hmm. dang henry you're uh yeah you're really uh putting a lot of things in my mind for when i have to lead in two weeks yeah two weeks <laughs> and then the other thing i'm thinking about is i did a united pursuit song last week <laughs> <laughs> uh... no but 
Okay, but even I remember I remember that song, and even if we didn't know it, I thought it was still okay because you it was a response song, correct? Or is it right before? I have no idea. I think it, it was a song right before. It was a song right before. Right, right before, yeah, right before. But you see how you had two other songs before it that I remember were you know we're talking we're praising praising God who mm. He is, and so even if that song by itself may not have made complete sense, those two other songs prefacing it allowed people to think, okay, this is. We already know who we're worshiping right now. There's no, no, there's not a doubt within that, and so you're getting people the space of, hey, let's get ready right now to receive God's word. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I still thought it was fine. Nice. Yeah, you, yeah, you sang a uh, running in circles. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I did. Yeah, good song. Good song. I liked it. It made me. I mean, like, it does have like you know, Lord, I come. I mean, like, I think the song itself was really good. That. When you played it, I was like, I want to play it too. I went to like in my guitar and played it as well. <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I did. I do that when I'm like, when I was still listening to worship, like back at home. Sometimes like, Henry would just be playing there, and I was be like, oh, what capo was he using? And then I pull out my guitar and I play along. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, good that's times. really nice to hear. Yeah, good times. <laughs> yeah, good time. <laughs> um. So I think. Next, going along the same vibe. Now that we, now that we know that Henry is obviously an amazing worship leader, right? <laughs> um, oh my goodness! I think uh, I think something interesting to talk about that um, me Nick might have talked about before, but maybe not. I don't. Maybe not. But um, obviously, when you are serving for a long time, right? And I think this happens with a lot more with things that tend to that I think it happens a lot more with roles that tend to be in front of people than in the background though you kind of do both so maybe it like doubles up but I guess what does um burnout look like for Mm. a worship leader or for somebody on like the sound team and um I don't know if you've gone through that like if you feel like um Feel free to share about what that has been like, maybe how you've gotten out of it and how you kind of prevent it in general. Because I think that it is a problem that people have dealt with. I know that I've like kind of dealt with it. Um, I don't know. I, I got I got baited into doing four years of worship at my like <laughs> college church. So like I know I know what it's like to be leading for leading worship for like a very long time because I was leading in the two years before I went to college too. So that's like six years of leading worship. And I know that it definitely does take some sort of toll on you. And even, I don't know, I didn't even like think that much about it. And I know that you obviously put a lot more care into thinking um, and planning out these worship sessions. So yeah, what is that kind of like? Yeah, so... I mean, if I'm if I'm really honest right now, I was I got super burnt out during quarantine when um, when once we had to do everything online. And so getting that stream up and figuring all those things out, it it was just a lot because I think it was also dealing with back end things and then having to leave worship, having things not work. Um, But granted, this was not the first time that I've been burnt out. But for me, I. I think a common, common, I guess, denominator when I'm burnt out is when 
I am not being able to fill, feed myself with with God's word or or be filled mm-hmm. by God's spirit the entire time, like doing it. When I am trying to only use my own strength to do all these things, I just there's, there's no way that I'm, I can keep it up. Um, especially when when we lead worship, because it's not just a physical battle that we're going through; it's a spiritual battle. And when I'm trying to fight this spiritual battle just on myself, it's going to be tough. And, and so, so like for example, this past quarantine, I for me to to when I realized that I asked for me to be able to take the entire month of July off, and so it was just for me to step away, for me to kind of have the Sabbath month for for me to kind of reset myself and to be able to be filled by God's spirit first. Um, and I think that's, that's, it's so common for worship leaders to kind of have that when we feel like this pressure that like, I need to do X, Y, and Z. And the hardest part is being humbled enough to realize God doesn't need you. Like the, the, the church, hmm. like, we, they can still go on god is choosing to use use you right now in this way mm-hmm. Th- things will still move, move on and because when, when we take on this this moment of like oh i can't take off because they need me for this we it it's dangerous because we tend to lean towards the idea of like oh i'm the one responsible for worship i'm the responsible i'm the one responsible for bring people to a certain spot or changing their hearts when in reality that's God's the one who does all that. Mm-hmm. And so when we can continue to be like, to say, God, give me strength. But if we don't know where our strength is coming from, if we're not, if we're not using his words and we're not being filled by him, then anything that comes out is either one, not good. and makes us even more stressed or two, just only from us. And it's so exhausting. Because then we start focusing on like all the things that really don't matter. Um, so yeah, I think that's been my experience with with burnout, and it's it's frustrating because you know you know what you need to do, but it's harder to actually do it, and that's why like being honest with your limitations the hardest one, and that's why. Greg, I asked you to lead in a couple of weeks and it's why I'm taking a slightly different role right now in church in terms of praise team, just because understanding my own limitations and being able to lead in a specific way. But realizing that is, it's painful because <laughs> you have to be like, mm. oh, I'm weak. But, you know, it's that moment where it's like, hey, it's not about me. Yeah. yeah. I think that makes a great leader though, because you know your limitations, you know, like what you need and how to at least like tell other people about it. Um, which is very like honorable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good job, Henry. For me, <laughs> I mean, for, for me, it's it's not. It's like yeah, you can say it's like oh, it's really that's that's really honorable. For me, it's like oh, I have no choice. You know, I've <laughs> realized that this this is this is the this is what I should do. Like yeah, that's what I'm supposed to be doing right now. <laughs> yeah, but I also think like even understanding that like. Like, even understand that we are weak, and, like, we're all weak at some point, and we all need, like, God, we all need um, people to hold us up and, like, you know, to help us out whenever, like, we're feeling down. I think that's, I think that's, like, the first step of, like, I think that's a great way to show that, like, you're, that you're a great leader, because you, because leaders need breaks. Like, we can't do everything by ourselves, and, like, 
I think we need to, I think first is like, we have to rely on God for everything. Um, it was also like, yeah, I think the Sabbath, like God told us like the Sabbath is good. So I think that's something that we need like consistently, like every seventh day, like just take a break, like, like r- relax in the Lord, like be with the Lord and yeah, just listen to him, make, uh, like let him feed you, like taking the bread like our daily bread whatever um yeah i think like burnout sucks like we all have been there it's it's not fun (laughs) but yeah i think we all need like rest we all need um like time for ourselves and time for god we always need time for god yeah definitely more wise words from henry (laughs) thank you (laughs) I try. Maybe it comes with being old. Oh. No, but actually, yeah. this oh, I, I learned a lot of this just from experience. And you're just like, uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a good teacher. No. Yeah. Okay, so we've we spent a lot of time on just the worship half of CCM and all that kind of stuff. But in my opinion, I think worship only takes up like half of the world of ccm there's still so much more that one mm-hmm. you could consider as CCM. like you could technically since ccm represents like contemporary christian music like i feel like the only thing that doesn't fall into this is like hymns because that's not really contemporary so like all the songs that you hear like on the radio and like that have been made within the past like however dozen men dozens of years would be considered this as ccm and I don't know actually what you guys listen to, to be honest, because I know I listen to a lot of non-worship CCM just because I think it's like much more interesting than worship. Please don't, please don't be mad at me <laughs> for saying that I don't like listening to worship songs. Um, you sinner. <laughs> so, there's a point where I was kind of like, I was like listening to like i would i would be in the car with like a with like my church buddies and then they'd be like oh yeah like let's put on some songs and all that they would put on are worship songs and i'm like guys like can we listen to like something else and if it's not worship songs it's like trap music and i'm like guys this is not this is not the not direction I that i wanted <laughs> um but yeah in terms of like i'm gonna call them regular ccm versus worship music do you guys have any i don't know so oh yeah let me just explain this one first i too i guess uh what i mean by regular ccm versus worship music i mean uh the christian music that you would not sing for worship at church because there are definitely quite a few songs that are christian that i would not sing at church great example um 10th avenue north by your side I I don't think that that's a song to be sung at church. <laughs> yeah. What is how does the lyrics go? Like, I'll be by your side whenever you right. fall in the dead of night. Whenever you call. Yeah, basically, it's like speaking yeah. from the perspective of of God. Jesus or God. Yeah. Which I don't think you do. I don't think you sing songs to Jesus about being Jesus. Um, yeah. But yeah. Do you guys have like? um any songs in like regular ccm that uh you really enjoy that you think 
um, might speak to you more than, I don't know, some worship songs? Do you guys have any um, ideas of why or if these like regular CCM songs are important to Christians or if you should just or if you could just only listen to regular worship songs? Either one of you guys can go for this. Okay. Uh, yo, so shout out to Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper. <laughs> they made a song called Holy. You know, yeah. I'm, I think you can, you can say that CCM now. <laughs> um, like, I, I mean, like, would you, would you count, like, Chance the Rapper's, like, new out, like, his recent album of the gospel to be, like, part of CCM? Because I think you can. Like, it's very much uh like gospel focused um and like his own experience and like how he's praising god um i really like i i think like some shane and shane songs like you can do it in like worship but and then some you can't really um like though you slay me is like i don't know if you you want to say that in like a congregation but like i'll sing it by myself it's, it's a great song and sing it during a congregation a and then, um and then have somebody read the John Piper part. Yeah, and then John Piper. <laughs> I don't care if you are dark, it's cancer. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, and it's like, what if like your child get, gets like run over? Like, oh my god. John Piper, what a man. Um, but yeah, I think like even King's Kaleidoscope is something um, that I really enjoy a lot. Which is, I guess, CCM. Because you would not sing King's Kaleidoscope in like church or something um and like amp for instance like never change or um like see you in heaven there's like dare you to move by switchfoot all the switchfoot songs um but i don't know i i I enjoy both like the worship and like the i guess regular ccm that we listen to um because i think both have like benefits and i still like i don't know i always like thinking like having like i don't know that feeling that God's always with me whenever, um, like all the time. And I think listening to CCM or worship music really helps with like just reminding me of God constantly. Um, but yeah, do you think we're going to talk about lyrical limitations soon or no? Uh, I mean, bro, if you want to talk about it, you can talk about it. If you want all to right. let Henry so, go first, you can let Henry go first. Yeah, yeah, let Henry go first that i mean i don't know how much i can contribute just because if i'm really honest outside of songs that i'm about to like lead for corporate worship i don't listen to as much ccm um and i I know you guys touched on this because i was listening to your previous episode on it that i mean like greg made a great analogy that sometimes it just lacks a little flavor and we kind of want a little spice to it but i think that within different genres um i think there have been pretty good christian artists in terms of being to use that stuff and i was surprised that none of you guys mentioned people like lecrae or trip lee i think they've been doing a mm. great job in terms of six like, yeah the, the <laughs> not, whole not a shame thing like they've been killing it i remember I was so surprised just sitting, it was a while ago, but sitting in like a basketball arena watching a game, then all of a sudden I hear one of the craze song up. And like, I think for me, the fact that they made it into that 
that kind of level shows that in terms of musical excellence, they reached there. But if you listen mm. to the lyrics, it didn't lack anything else. Like he talked about really real, real things like his church, like, especially when he was talking about church clothes. I think that was a really interesting like song and his take saying like, you know, I am, I already am wearing my church clothes. It's my heart. And he, he goes about things in different ways, but I, you know, when, I think worship, when we use the word worship, it can be, I, and I'm assuming that when you guys talk about like, oh, if this is a worship song, you're talking about more of a, is it a corporate worship song? Because I think a lot of songs can be worship songs, but just maybe to the individual. Um, I have this one friend, uh, he's he's super talented. And I remember the church that we, um, or one of the churches that I used to visit, he, he led worship for church at this, um, um, at this place in when I was at Penn State, but he writes his own songs. And so during their offering time, they would just have music playing. And sometimes the team would lead like a worship song. But during this time, he decided to, he played one of his songs. And I wouldn't consider it like a corporate worship song, but I think at that very moment, it was so fitting in terms of that was worship. And mm. so but I, I think it really depends on context. Like the like, I, I would not play "Dairy to Move" during offering time. But, <laughs> You'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, but like, if you, if you think about a lot of the the lyrics, like, wow, it actually like, I can see people using it as reflection reflection time, yeah. or even songs like "Though You Slay Me." So I don't know. That's those are my two cents on that. Hmm. Uh. So, yeah, I think King's Kaleidoscope is a. Uh definitely not a typical like like um corporate worship like i don't know christian song or a christian like artist um because they have like all these kind of like um like instruments and just like my man's yelling at the at the at the mic and everything about like how he's feeling and how god's working and everything right um but so I want to talk about like lyrical limitations because I feel like something that Christian uh Christian Christians in general don't really use much is curse words, right? Um and there was a time, like I think four years ago, when King's Kaleidoscope made an album. Um and the song was called A Prayer, right? And he's basically having a prayer to God. It's like a psalms almost. And he uses the F word like twice. Um, and I thought that was like pretty interesting. A lot of a lot of Christians did not like approve of his approach to like the song. Um, so I, I was kind of wondering, like, what do you guys think of like the limitations of like CCM and like, do you think like cursing can be in like uh, I guess a Christian music, a uh, Christian song or whatnot? Hmm. I mean, I think I follow along the, just the mindset of, even if it could, well, like in that context, in, in terms of CCM, of them just making their songs, um, you know, you could, you could create that, that passion, but, but for me, it's, it's a song that I will never do in terms of corporate worship, because if I'm reaching out to other people, I have the responsibility of that as well and if this is going to hinder them or possibly stumble them then then i i'm not going to do it and 
yeah, like if I the only reason why I wouldn't necessarily agree with it just because um if if it reaches to a certain I guess demographic of people, then then great. But if it's going to hinder others, then it may not be the best idea. Um, all I can like what's coming to mind right now is just when Paul was talking to I forgot which church, but he was saying how you know if um, if them eating something that's unclean is is stumbling them, then don't eat it. And mm -hmm. if but if it is, then like if it isn't, then it's it's fine because God makes whatever was clean. And so I think that's some things that comes to mind, like, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. Like, I, I choose not to just because if it's going to hinder someone, if it's going to stumble someone, then I'm going to refrain from it. But yeah, um, Greg, I don't know if you have anything else for that. Interesting idea. I mean, in a lot of ways, like, it's their own song and they can, like, write whatever um and i think it is a way like i think to i think the reason why they put it in is to like make that like heavy emphasis i don't know the song but i'm i'm imagining it's to show how serious it is um to the point where mm -hmm. like they would have that kind of stuff um like personally if i were to hear it i'd be i'd definitely be kind of turned off by it like i'm a I, I, I'm not a fan of curse words just in general. Uh, so, like, I wouldn't like it. But I think I do understand why they did it. And I think the important thing uh, in terms of, like... I think the one of the important things is, one, who they're... Yeah, who they're trying to reach. Like, who is this, like, meant to reach? I think that that's really important because... Like, while you would want a Christian song to reach all people, I think that that's not necessarily how it's going to go. I think that there are different, like, niches and there are different um, target audiences you are trying to reach. So, like, I I'm, I'm highly, I highly doubt that this was meant to be a, yeah, corporate worship type of song. I think that this is very much meant to be, a, this is how I feel right now and i need to like let it out and i think that that does mm. that or that will resonate with many people and it definitely will not resonate with many other people but i think even at that point even if they changed the lyrics to something else i think that it still would do it would still basically fill the same role now mm -hmm. in my opinion i would say to not put that in just because you're you would probably get misunderstood more than you would be like the the amount that you gain from being impactful by using this word in my mind is not worth the amount of misunderstanding that you might cause by having it there but then again i think that that is really up to the person who's writing the song to decide if if they think that it is worth it to like reach deeper within a certain niche than to have it be more widely appealing then i think that like you should they can go for it like i think that mm -hmm. it's always good to have more variety of things to be able to listen to and eventually be able to resonate to so i wouldn't listen to it but 
some people might that just might be what they need. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. Oh, you can uh, go, Henry. I was just gonna add. You know, these when just because they're in this genre doesn't mean that they're necessarily trying to reach out to anyone. You know, he could be this person could be writing this song just for him, and that's fine. You know, if this if this is how he expresses himself, that's that's all. I feel like that's that's okay too. And if his intention also for those who were listening to it was to shock them, I think that's also another way. Like, I'll say I'm curious now. I kind of want to listen to it just because I'm like, oh, that's that's actually pretty. Like, you're out there, and I respect that. So I want to hear why why you you do that. But a lot of times when people, I think the other side is that if you're Writing music just because it's under this quote Christian genre doesn't mean that they're writing or playing the song for anybody else but for them and I guess their prayer to God. So if they're not doing, yeah, they can do them. They do them. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with um you, Henry. Um. So yeah, I think like the, I mean, the whole like title is a prayer um and i think it does i don't think he's tip really like targeting anybody but really his like inner thoughts and like how he feels and that's what you guys like explained earlier um even when i was listening to it like i'm pretty sure it's in my list of like uh songs in my in my like spotify and i kind of don't even like notice that he says the f word uh, unless like i really like tune in um but i think like I don't know. I think it's still like a great song. I think like it does hit a certain way. Um, and if he does change it, then like it's okay. But I think like this is the power of like the artist and like what he wants his creative minds to be. And like I don't think we should. I don't know. I feel like artists like there is a target to like the people that they're trying to like talk to. But I feel like I feel like if we fo- if they focus too much on the target, like. I don't know, they lose creativity or like it just it just feels like like bad, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, when you when um Greg gave me like the question of like lyrical limitations of CCM, that this was like the first thought in my head. Cause I feel like yeah, a lot of Christian songs will never use like curse words. Mm. But yeah, I especially knowing that it's it's labeled prayer, um you know that that's that's between him and God, and I don't I don't think um, like God God asks for our raw emotions too, and whether or not He like for us to throw words around, I think we should we should handle them with with care. But um, just because we feel the certain emotions, I think God permits that as well. But I agree with you, Nick. I think once once that hits to a wider audience, I think that. They they may or may not change that. And if you look at artists do that all the time, they when they write songs, they they write in a specific way, and they may have cuss words. But once they put it to a bigger audience, they may change it. Like the yeah. one that comes to to mind is Taylor Swift's Betty song. Shout out to Taylor Swift, love you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like her, she she recently played for the the Country Music Awards, and she played Betty. Um, the original lyrics is, but if I showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? Would you tell me to go F myself? But then she changed it in the CMA words when she was singing it to, but if I showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? Would you tell me to go straight to hell? And, you know, she, she changes it because she knows she's about to 
like do it live, do it, hit it to a certain audience. And so I think, you know, CCM, you do you. Do you. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Dude, CCM just hits a, hits a lot of buttons that worship songs don't. Or someone, they just got to step it up. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think when we talk about worship songs, a lot of times they're, they're like, they're corporate worship songs. And, and the, the, I guess like other regular CCM has the ability to be more free with, with its lyrics, um, just because they are supposed to be more reflective. They're also meant to, um, be played multiple times and you're, you're given that. But I think a lot of times with corporate Especially, I'm emphasizing corporate worship songs because I'm just thinking about the ones that we've seen in church. Um, they're they're meant to be, uh, I guess, played in a way where we're inviting the congregation to say, like, "Hey, there's this one truth that we're all just going to dive into right now," and it's not because at that very moment, it's not necessarily about you you individually and all the nuances but saying like we're all going to agree right now saying that god is is who he is and this is our response to it and yeah there will be a personal aspect to it but then you know we we are more um caught like we're with everyone else um but like honestly, even even with songs such as New Wine, like songs I n- not I wouldn't necessarily do it just because I'm like, oh, I would want a more corporate aspect. But I see what I definitely see what you mean that they we basically do repeat the exact same things, like especially the in terms of imagery, mountain, fire, vessel, water, ocean. We kind of just repeat that so yeah but i think one thing is when a lot of times when we talk about worship songs we usually only limit to songs that we're thinking ones that we we'll do in church like corporate wise mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know if you have any other thoughts yeah i definitely agree with that so i think my, my my problem i guess is more not like not necessarily with what we do in church Although I would like to see a little more diversity in the types of songs that we could sing in church. Like, mm. yeah, more more like, yeah, more metaphors to different things that are, yeah, just not like the small handful that we always tend to work off of. But if I'm going to be in a car listening to Christian music, I don't want it to be worship songs. <laughs> I already hear enough worship songs. Let me listen like, to individual songs. No, like people I, gotta learn. I think that that that's the other thing though. Like, we don't have to just limit ourselves to just Christian, like CCM when we when we're in the car. Yeah, I know. But to me, I just like listening to CCM, and so it's just like there's so much out there. Actually, well, I mean, now I'm listening to my Chinese love songs, so like. I've been having a blast with that. True. But I mean, like, if we're going to listen to, if we're going to listen to Christian songs, please don't make it all worship. Guys, please expand your horizons <laughs> on the type of Christian songs you listen to. Ugh. 
listen to Chance the Rapper. And on music <laughs> in general, you know, like, like God, God created music to to be enjoy. We are able to enjoy things outside this quote like Christian realm. You know, we don't we don't need to put such burden and and attempt to almost like I hate to say it, but like almost over spiritualize everything. You know, like there 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 are music that's that's good if you if you listen to you know I encourage people to listen to straight up jazz because that's like my favorite pastime sometimes to just like listen mm. to it you can enjoy this you know god god created these notes he created these these music we can enjoy his creation that way it's like it's like saying yeah like i don't know that that's the only thing that's been that i've been thinking of just and and not not all CCM songs are going to be good. Not all artists are going to be good. That's yeah. another thing. I feel like people say like, "Oh, it's CCM. We have to listen to it because it's Christian, and then because it's Christian, it's going to be good." No, like there are plenty of artists and genres that, in my opinion, are not that great. Maybe other people can disagree with me. Yeah, but yeah, there are other so- people that in different genres. You know, imagine if we did that with, for example, like with country. Just because it's country, it's going to be good, and we're only going to limit ourselves in that. And then people could be like, "Why can't like country music talk about things other than their immediate, I don't know, past relationships and and stuff?" And their tractors. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to avoid saying stuff like that, <laughs> but thank you, Greg. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. No problem, Henry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of so I, the reason why I feel like a lot of times people like like people like I don't know my mom will be like oh listen to like you shouldn't listen to like non Christian music um, I think a lot of it is because there are a lot of songs that I mean I feel like you really shouldn't be listening to all that much because they're just like yeah, not good yeah. in terms of like they're not like lyrically blessing to anything in any way (laughs) like making a blanket statement like you can only listen to christian songs yeah maybe that's not the best but you know having the idea of maybe there are some things that you shouldn't be listening to i know all you crazy teenagers out there like listening to your trap music and And all that kind of stuff don't put you in trap music you have such a hate towards trap i don't okay i'll admit some of them just like are not good but i mean guys listen no, I, listen I listen to some of the things lyrically you'll be interested in it'll be interesting to see what you find be a little i don't know just think about it dude i sound so old right now i feel so yeah. old talking about this but it's something that needs to be said i mean i feel like you could find god in like almost any song most songs some um, songs are kind of are kind of a. Uh, Oh, bad. <laughs> I kind of want to say the word. I kind of want to say the song that I'm thinking of, but you know, I think I know what song you're talking about. It. <laughs> it's, it's 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 one of the top five songs right now. Okay, on, like, okay, we, we, we can chill. We can chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I think a lot of songs, like love songs, can like you can basically put that back to like God, like loving God and everything. Like, there's a lot of Disney songs that you know I think about, and I'm like, oh, like. Um, some like some high school music songs could be like talking about God because it's it's about romance and everything. Or um, at last I see the light from like Tangled oh, or something. Good song. Um, yeah, I know, right? Like these are such great songs. Um, 
I think these are like some things that like I don't know we can still like as we like as we try to find like crit like as we try to find God within like anime I think we can also find it in, within like music as well true um, or so. anime music <laughs> yeah and you know God made anime music <laughs> <laughs> Caught it good. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, oh no! <laughs> All right, let, let's wrap. Yeah, this. Let's I, wrap I this up. Yeah. No, but well, just I think one thing is that as we as we grow as as Christians and grow in our faith, uh, I, I think God gives us wisdom as well to discern things that are edifying and things that that are not. And um, like for example, there are certain songs where I feel like if you listen to it so many times it's it's just not it's not going to help like you in any way but there are songs where like maybe some disney songs where it's it's pretty much harmless you're just enjoying like the the music of it but you know uh because i was just i was reading through ephesians today and, and chapter five is just um paul writes about like walking in love and that main first section is just him basically like discerning between like hey there there are things that are just not going to be good and like in Verse 15 is like, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. Making best use of the time because the days are evil. Like, you're, you're going to be stumbled by a lot of different things. And, you know, you, there we can make arguments of how a certain thing is going to be considered, quote, evil. For example, what many churches thought with drums. But, you know, I think <laughs> I think we can... God gives us wisdom to discern <laughs> stuff in our in our own lives, you know. And if this, if listening to this is really going to be, like, is it going to be stumbling to you? Then maybe back off from it. If it's not, then like, sure, maybe like that's. I feel like it depends on you and your faith. Josh, mm -hmm. I hope you're out there listening. Be like Henry. Read your Bible. Know yes. what it says. Uh... Josh, Josh, who? Josh, uh, Jonah's brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he came on, like, a few weeks ago, and he was like, yeah, I did. I hate reading, like, I don't like reading the Bible because there's so many, um, there's so many genealogies, like in Isaiah. <laughs> or, like, Isaiah doesn't even have genealogies. <laughs> he messed up big time. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's wrap this up because we are, we're going, we're going real far. We're going real yeah. long, just like the first CCM Over time. episode. Yeah. Um, Good stuff, though. But, yes, before we finish, Henry, as is tradition here, do you have any parting words for the listeners? <laughs> I mean, one, keep listening to Amen. Mm, yes. <laughs> Great. yes. Great thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but... No, just tying into the last thing, I think I think it is so important to to open God's word because we can say our opinions and all that and but everything is like you can God speaks to everyone in different ways and he speaks it through his word and using this podcast or other people as as resources helps, but ultimately um it's better to have God's word in your heart rather than our words. And because as you can tell, based off the length of this podcast, we can talk a lot, but guarantee you God's God's word will hit straight through. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. Mm, mm, so mm, nice. nice. <laughs> oh my God. 
so wise. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Henry, for being here with us, for sharing your wisdom. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We are Amen. And with the power of God and anime on our sides, we hope to see you next time. Peace. Amen. Amen. Bye.